0: What's going on? If you see my eyes cheating on you, fair warning, they just teed off on the 18th. They being the leaders. I don't even know if they're the leaders. Yeah, that's Scotty. It's the leaders. So they're off. So if you see my eyes cheating on you, it's just because I need to know I got to get this out. I got to be first to market, man. Deal with it. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate 75. I'm a high limit DFS player who is here to help you get better at PGA DFS because if you don't know, some people have told me this shit be tough. But I will tell you, it is a lot easier to win at showdown than it is to win at week long. Week long is just a straight kick in the nuts every week. Here's my schedule, wait, it's over this shoulder now, here's my schedule, as you're watching right now, showdown, down round four, kind of the flagship of my station, do round three every Friday night, and I do the live stream every Wednesday night. 7 p.m. Lord's Time Zone. That's central for all you slapdicks. And, in case you don't know, the Sunday Tilt is making an appearance. Finally, next Sunday, me and old Jungle JD are gonna watch the live Genesis Round 4 when it kicks over to broadcast coverage. It generally talks shit, sweat lineups, uh, and just, you know, hang out. Just be, be a good old hangout. So swing by if you're not doing anything. Make sure to hang around till the end. We will be, I'll be giving you some prize picks uh, ideas. No picks. I don't really do picks, dude. Uh, uh, and I will also give you uh, four players to consider for DFS have really good round four scoring, uh, but you gotta wait around until the end. Okay, I gotta get you I gotta get you sweaty tryhards to stick to around to the end. It's been a day for the big guy. It's been a day. What do you want me to say? All right. Wake up this morning feeling pretty good. I'm leading the $5 and then here comes fucking Magic Bean Speeth. Birdie, 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 birdie. And I fucking got passed. I didn't even look to see where I finished. I think I finished 4th in the $5. That was a kick in the nuts. But uh, whatever. It was $5,000. We'll be okay. Okay, it's not like I like lost the mortgage. I was like it's okay cuz we got some really nice weeklongs going. I had seven guys sitting at plus 1. So you knew what the fucking cut was going to be. We fucking knew it was going to be even and then everybody, no wind. Fuck you. meter up Fucking wind towers and meteorological nerds, you're wrong. The wind didn't come. They fucking played fine this morning, and the cut went to even instead of plus one. So I went from 28% six of six to, like, a cool, like, somewhere between one to six. So let me just go ahead and tell you uh, 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 right here, uh, week-long, not a lot of sweats going on, okay? However, we did have a really good day at Showdown yesterday. I uh, had another really good day at Showdown today. I was winning the $44, and then Pendrith said, hey, I've got a better idea. will and I just bogey every fucking hole on the way home? And I said, Taylor, that's a bold strategy, but I got to give the man credit. He had a plan, and he went out there, and he executed it. So I think I got third in it. I don't know. I I didn't win, so I don't give a fuck. That's what I finished, Okay talk a little bit of, oh by the way when you're over here at cut sweats uh, badass okay you need to go use my code it's right there uh, all caps degenerate 75 get you half off your first month it's the coolest thing ever it'll show you if you have real live lineups uh cooking tomorrow it'll show you how much you should expect to win a lot of cool stuff i don't have any real sweat so i'm not gonna fucking show you pretty simple bob all right let's talk about how the course played today uh, so far it was the easiest of the three days uh did i just lie through my teeth Day one, yes, and then do Yeah, it was the easiest. So I played almost a full shot under today. Uh, Those wins kind of died off. They seemed to be gone by about noon. My strategy today was get guys going out as late as possible, which a lot of people would say, oh, so you played all the leaders. No, I actually hardly played any of the leaders. I played all the ass clowns on the backside, right? Like the guys that were going off on the back nine uh, who uh, finished. And that ended up being guys like Sam Burns and Hideki Matsuyama and guys like that. Uh, so that's where we're at. We and it's important to notice that the course played about three quarters of a, sh- or not three quarters, one third of a shot easier in the afternoon than it did in the morning. And I think that that's going to be very, very relevant information for us making our decision tomorrow. Okay. But before we talk about that, let's talk about contest selection. A little disappointed, uh, you know. I guess I guess old DK scared with with the Super Bowl. Ooh, I guess there's a football game or something going on tomorrow. Uh, no, what's going on is PGA showdown. Figure it the fuck out. So once again, the big twenty dollar third of the money to first. Once again, ain't gonna play in it. The five five five, the same. It's been the last few days solid. Uh, they did bump the five dollar back up to twenty five thousand. Uh, as a no, it, never mind. It was twenty five thousand days. Back down from thirty. They bumped the forty four up. This is the one I got third in today, I think. And uh, they uh, they bumped it back up to twenty thousand as opposed to fifteen. That's a solid tournament. Of course, my baby, the ten dollar eighteen max is always good. But some of you on a lower budget, you know, if you play $5 a week, I get asked this question frequently. Hey, I have $5. What should I play in showdown? I almost always tell people go play this $5 single entry. It's a really good tournament. If that's all you want to play. Hey, I've got $20. If the answer is $20, I go play in this $1.20 max. I really like this tournament. Uh, You know, there's all kinds, no matter what bankroll you're at, there is uh, tournaments that will suit what you want to do, right? Uh, You want to play 10 bucks, go check out, and you want to do more than one lineup, go check out the $3.3 max, right? These These are good tournaments to play in. Uh, nothing wrong with them. Play the, the level you're comfortable at, right? Like, if you're going to, you know, if, if like to me, like me today, okay, I uh, watched my lineup go from first to fourth in the $5 this morning, then watched all my six of sixes die because the cut went to plus one, and then I watched my $44 fall from uh, uh, uh first to third, and, you know, a lot of people would be like, I can't handle this, this is too much, and if that's you, well, then lower down your stakes, but for me, I've got a quote, what's that terrible movie with uh, Al Pacino, Uh, two for the money, right? I never Feel more alive than when they're taking the chips away from me that's how i feel okay so it doesn't fucking bother me to lose and uh that i'll just go right back at it again tomorrow we'll get we'll get them tomorrow you mother father that's how i feel uh and if you don't have that kind of attitude let me encourage you to drop down your stakes or maybe just set the fuck out because this game ain't for you all right let's talk a little wind because i've heard that it can impact scoring once again not here to brag but i do pay for windy.com i'm, I'm well off what can i say uh, as you can see, they, once these towers, they don't fucking like each other. It does seem to be pretty consistent. There is going to be some winds tomorrow, especially around uh, the 9 to noon range, which is a lot like what we saw today. Um, but it's not. But not all of them agree. So let's go check out and see which one. Oh, oh Windfinder is going with, and they're saying that it is going to be pretty steady all day. But the guster in the morning. Okay, so just off of this, I can almost assure you one thing: they're going to go off in threes tomorrow, off one and ten, just like they did today. They got to get the round done before the Super Bowl. They don't want to be competing against that. Okay, for all of you that are new, sometimes they just go off in twos off the first tee all day. When we get to like summer, that is how round fours happen. It's a lot fucking better, trust me. Uh, but for tomorrow, it's going to be round, uh, guys going off in threes. All the guys in the middle of the pack, the guys that are like T35 right now, they'll be going out first off one and ten, and then the very last groups will be the guys in dead fucking last going off ten, and the guys in first, uh, first, second, and third going off uh, T number one. That's how it'll be almost certainly. Okay, we're adults. We're gonna check the rest of our websites. Uh, you can see they seem to ag- actually, you know what, could- <laughs> Willie What West- they are not agreeing on shit this week. That's what they're agreeing on. Here's what I would bank on. I would bank on that it's going to be a little windy in the morning. This best scoring conditions are going to be in the afternoon. That's what I'm going to go with. As you can see, looking over here, not all these motherfathers agree, so be careful what you pick, okay? Um, or maybe you just don't even play the wind. You could just say it's going to be windy all day. But if you would have done that today, you would have lost about a third of a shot. And a third of a shot over you know, a, an entire wave ain't nothing, Bob. It ain't nothing. <sighs> all right. Making my lineups. I gotta make lineups. How do I make all those lineups? All these lineups I keep talking about that almost win, that are up there at the top of the leaderboards. I make literally 100% of them right here with the solver. If you don't know, it's the best optimizer out there. You look, it has my projections, it has my ownership, it has my uh, uh, point and ownership projections in it, and then I just go build lineups. Look, literally, I can just you can still see where I built last night, right? All my guys I played. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't play. Old. Did, did you play? Did you play Jordan Spieth? You did, didn't you? You played twenty-five percent on Jordan Spieth because you had a good round, right? You did it, didn't you? You wouldn't played Adam Hadwin because he had a good round, right? Stop, guys. You could have played Sam Burns. You could have played Sam Burns. What are you doing? He's like legit like one-fourth the ownership. What the hell are you doing with your life? Anyways, if you want to get the best optimizer out there for a ridiculous $25 bucks a month, make sure to use my landing page in the description of this video. It'll get you set up. It will come preloaded for all of the showdown rounds and week-long with my projections and my ownership so you can make lineups. If you're making more than 20 lineups a week or uh, per slate, I honestly, I fuck, I don't know how you do it. I, I remember the days when I used to hand make 150 lineups, and now when I I think about that I want to hang myself with dental floss all right we are going to start by a quick reminder I can't believe that it is February and I still have to remind people about this the reason that round four showdown has such an edge is right here it's this thing right here you see it right here let me let me get my finger up here it is it's simple it's finishing points everybody's like I've got to play Scotty Scheffler he gets 13 points tomorrow no, he doesn't. He gets 13 points if he finishes first, which with the guys that are chasing him is no fucking sure thing. Not at all. Okay? Well, I've gotta play John Rahm. He's definitely gonna finish in the top five. Well, remember the last time John Rahm was in this position and everybody thought he was a nuts play? I think he shot what, three over and finish like 10th. Okay, so maybe he's not a deadlock set. So you've got to get out of your mind that these guys get guaranteed points. They don't get shit until they finish their round and they finish in those spots. Furthermore, these points are not as big of a deal as you think. If you get the guy who gets second place and gets 10 points, the difference between him and a guy that gets 20th, 20th is one birdie difference. One birdie difference, and you've b- and you've gotten rid of all those points. So you're going to go play these guys up here at 40% ownership tomorrow because you assume they're going to finish second. But the thing is, if they shoot a plus one, they're going to get no DK points whatsoever. Furthermore, they are going to not get those fake position points because their asses are going to be getting boat raced by people moving up the leaderboard. So... When you are looking at finishing points, they are something to consider. But do not think of them as a starting point. Think of them as a destination. Think of them as the cherry on top of what a good round can be. When you go get that Sam Burns round where he backdoors a top five. I know he did the round today, but let's fucking play like it's tomorrow, okay? And he backdoors and he gets third place. Well, now he just had the nuts round. Seven birdies bogey free round a streak and now he also gets nine points for back third place that's how you want to use position points is it good to have the winner yes it is okay this is why i always tell you Now, when I make my lineup, I always set a rule that all my lineups must contain at least two guys that start within the top 10, because I do want guys who have a legitimate shot to go win this tournament. So what I do is I go over here and I go look at the top 10. Let me hit refresh. They're finishing up right now. I don't know if it'll have time, but I go look at all these guys up here. T6 are better. These are probably all the guys that have a legit chance to win, and my player pool will consist of at least three to five of these guys, and then within that, I will have a rule set that at least two of these guys have to be in every lineup. Sometimes the lineup may have three guys, but I'll also make sure I don't want four, five, or six guys from up here in it, right? So when I do that, I'm making sure that I have those guys who can still go get that win, who give me that win equity, but then I'm not falling in love with all of these guys who are going to be in inflated ownership because people are dumbasses and think that there's fake points that like they matter and that you get to keep those. You don't. You're going to be moonwalking backwards like Michael Jackson when you lose those points. So with that said, be cognizant of your lineup. The average number, and I've now looked at, I think, about 26 tournaments. It's still floating right there between 2.7 and 2.8 is the average number of, of the winning GPP lineup of people who started in the top 10 in their lineup. That means that on average... They're making about two to three guys are up there, a little closer to three than it is to two, and then the other three to four guys are dudes that start from outside of the top ten. Those chasers, those guys that go have the big rounds from down low, those Sam Burns, those guys that go close that nobody played today, right? Those are the kind of guys you have to have in your lineup, but at the same time, you don't want to just completely neglect the top, whatever the hell it is, top ten. Did Rum just make a birdie? Oh, that was for par? That luck-sacking piece of crap. Uh, Okay, let's see. Donkey. What a donkey. Okay, sorry. Well, I told you I was watching. I told you I was watching. So, with that said, I think you do want to consider, who do you like up here? I don't know, and I don't give a shit who you play, I, but I do think that you want to have at least, especially with this many big names up here, if I'm making a pool, let's say I'm doing 50 lineups tomorrow, I would have at least five or six of these guys rotated into that, but I would also be setting some type of rule that I don't want more than three of them in a lineup, because they're all going to be super chalky up here, right? And then from there, I want to make sure that I'm playing some guys from lower down the leaderboard, Okay. Furthermore, whenever you're picking these guys up top, everybody's going to want to pick Scheffler and Rom and, and M and Pro and Xander and guys like that because they're just better players. But the problem is, if you pick all of those guys in your core, you're literally leaving yourself no chance to pivot up top. You're leaving yourself no chance to go get somebody like a Rory, go get somebody like a a, a Hideki. You're, uh, you know, who are some other good players that are down here just shit in the bed? Victor Hovland. Those can be some really nice pivots. So maybe you don't just in that top ten. Just go pick the four best guys. Maybe you like. Commit to Scheffler and 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 M and then you say fuck it I'm fading those other studs up there and then I'll also mix in some Nick Taylor and some Jason Day and stuff like that right that's how you want to do it you can't just go pick the five best players up there or you're going to have no freedom to pivot in your player uh, in your player pool because all your money will be spent on those guys just something to think about. All right, some things that we always want to look at. Uh, who uh, played really well today? Sam Burns played really well. Can Sam Burns play really well two days in a row? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can, Bob. If you want to go back to it, go ahead. Charlie Hoffman, Seamus Power, Nick Taylor, Eric Hatton, uh, Sung Jay, um. Ricky Fowler, uh, you know guys like that, like okay, Sung Jay's not marginal, but all those other guys, in my opinion, are pretty marginal, and I don't want to go chasing really good rounds from them, right? Taylor Moore, Dylan Fratelli, people are going to go play these guys. Uh, where, where's old Chuck Hoffman? Oh, I already said him. He was the second best round. No chance I'm going back to that, right? Could he do it again? Sure, it's just not likely. And why am I going to pay an ownership premium, right? Same reason that Adam Hadwin was what twenty percent owned today, and 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 and, and Spieth was twenty five percent owned. Why? Because they had a good round yesterday. Get the fuck out of here. So, right there, those are guys I'm fading. The next thing I'm looking at are who's some guys that really suck today that are still relatively in contention, right? Like Jim Herman was terrible today, but let me go ahead and tell you a little secret. Jim Herman always fucking sucks, okay? So, like, he's so far out of it. Stewie Sink, uh, Gary Gearbear. Cam Young, what the hell's up with that guy? These guys are so far out of it that I'm over them. But a guy like Tom Kim, he is still competitive, right? He's still at minus three, and not a soul is going to play him tomorrow. And so, like, these are guys that I'm just warm to. Fuck their stats. I don't care about it. I just know how good Tom Kim is, and if he goes out there with a fucking attitude tomorrow and just gets a couple putts to roll in early, I'm telling you, he could boat race this course and end up being the nuts play just like Sammy Burns was today. So when I'm looking for these guys, Hayden Buckley. Uh, you know, I want guys that are still in contention, but just, you know, didn't have a good round today, okay? Uh, you know, I don't know if I want to play the Hobbit, okay? I think you get a little carried away with the Hobbit munch, but, uh, you know, Matt Kucher. Uh, 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 Victor Hovland. These guys—they just spun their wills today, but they're still in a competitive position. Rory McIlroy spun his wills. Trust me, I know he was in my big lineup, but his approach was good. So that's the next thing I'm looking at. I'm just getting guys where if they're really good players, they spun their wills, and they're still in a position where they could probably backdoor, let's say, a top ten. I'm in. I'm. I'm open. It Doesn't mean I'm going to play them. It just means I'm open to considering them. The next thing is approach. You always want to go look at approach. It is the one stat that is most correlated to success. Uh, guys that just absolutely roasted it today, uh, Ricky Fowler and Scotty Scheffler. Uh, is Scotty Scheffler shot a minus three with three and a half approach. Uh, I, I think he is going to be the mega chalk tomorrow. He's already in first. He's already proven to be a winner, and he had that kind of approach. I just don't see how you don't play him tomorrow. However, the one thing I will tell you is he is not as good of a round four score as you may think he is. Ah, You got to know. You got to. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you where he ranks, though. All right. Other people. uh, And the other thing is, I want to go find an approach on maybe somebody who didn't have a great round, like Duffner. But, you know, Jason Duffner sucks. So maybe not him. Ryan Palmer, really good approach round today. But, uh, you know, sucked on and around the greens. That's kind of what he does, though. Uh, The next one I want to look at, did anybody just kill themselves off the tee? This is insane that Ricky Fowler lost 4.21 off of approach day and shot a minus four. Truly insane round. Uh, Let's see what he did off the tee. So he lost one there, 1.72 there. Uh, wow. He just had four horrific drives is what he had, which is not good. <laughs> it's really bad. But man, the rest of his game, he looks dialed in. I mean, he is. I, if, I mean, he could have shot a minus eight today if he would have just hit like a average human being off the tee. He shoots a minus eight today. Insane. I, I think you've got to be warm to go into that because if he can keep these other things going and he's going to you know, just not drive like an asshole, he's going to he might win this tournament tomorrow if he keeps that up. Uh, from there, uh, other guys that just really killed themselves, you know, Kevin Tway, that was that was just a bomb waiting to happen. If you played Kevin Tway coming off a good round, you you had what you had coming. Uh, anybody else that could, you know, that uh, Sam Ryder killed himself off the tee. I, I don't mind a Sam Ryder uh, comeback. Matt Kuchar did most of his damage to his scorecard off the tee. John Rom really killed himself off the tee, and he's a great off the tee player. That may be, that would make me probably want to lean more Rom than it would uh, Scheffler. But I also would – I like Rom charging more than I like Scheffler trying to hold on. All right, the next thing we're going to look at, anybody kill themselves around the green. Well, Jim Herman did. Once again, all these guys that are – it's really weird to see Brian Harmon so bad around the greens, although he did luck sack with the putter. Uh, Cage Lee would be a good example of somebody that like really gave it away. That's like not too far out of it. Victor Hovland, terrible chipping and putting. Victor Hovland will be less than 3% owned tomorrow. I'm not telling you to play him, no, but I'm just telling you, he could be that one guy that could say, fuck it, and go shoot that minus seven with a bogey free round and a streak. And he was the guy you needed. Plus, I think he's only like maybe 8,500 or something really affordable like that. He could be the third guy in your lineup, and it wouldn't be that gross. Uh, anybody else? Hmm. Adam Hadwin's just bounce back city. Give me all the Adam Hadwin, right? Uh, when I look at uh, total scores, guys just up here that spun their wheels today. Hadwin, shouldn't have played him today. Now go back to him tomorrow. Speeth, you shouldn't have played him today. Go back to him tomorrow. Wyndham Clark, you shouldn't have played him today. Go back to him tomorrow. That's what I love to do, right? And they're all coming off a good round, so I get off of them. Now the whole public goes and plays them like dumbasses. Now tomorrow nobody's going to play him. I'll go hop right back on him. I'm not telling you I'm going to play them. I'm just saying I'm open to it. These are the things we're looking at. We still got to talk about price picks. We still got to talk about... uh Uh, 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 round four scores. But before we do that, just know that I have a website called DGN75.com. I don't even know the name of my own damn website. And it is the best community out there. If you don't know, I don't give a single fucking pick over there, but we have a badass community. Uh, We uh, we have the Discord. We're all on the same team. We're pulling for each other. I fucking dare you to go look at a showdown uh, 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 tournament and not see that flag flying somewhere. But I also have the best tool out there. It is called the Rosetta Stone. It is right here and this thing gives you everything you needed to know. I've even added win equity and top five equity to it today for the new round four. It has their good approach, their short game regression, their bad game regression, cash plays, GPPs, ownership, everything you need to know. My projections, how they're scoring, who are the pivots, who is the chalk, everything you need to know right here in one place. Because not all of you can be up till three in the morning just looking up stats all night. And that's what I'll be doing. Okay. So I do it for you. Okay. This is the Rosetta Stone. If you're interested, dgen75.com. It grows every day. It's amazing. Come check it out. Or don't. I don't give a shit. But you know what you could do to really help me? is you have to notice, there ain't been a single ad on this video. The big guy's independent as fuck and he needs your help. Go like and subscribe. Tell a friend because YouTube refuses to share me even though I have the number one Wednesday live stream as long as that other guy keeps taking days off. Go give me a follow on Twitter. Always reach out to me. Uh, Send me a DM. I'll respond to you in a timely and thoughtful manner. I don't take myself too serious. Those four guys that are really good round four scores that you should consider? Corey Connors? Tom Kim, The Hobbit, and Victor Hovland—four dudes that nobody's gonna play tomorrow—and they all have a sneaky, sneaky past of doing well for prize picks. Here's what I'm doing: I want to go play the over on birdies from guys that are chasing. Okay, who are the guys that are chasing? That's gonna be Rom. That's gonna be Spieth. That's gonna be all of those guys that are trailing Scheffler right now, right? And. Xander. They are going to be firing at flags because they're all rich as fuck and they don't really care. So I, they're going to be going off late. So they're probably going to have the best of the conditions. They're going to be firing at flags and they're not going to be leaving any putts short. So might they find some bogeys? Yes. But here's what I know they'll be finding a lot of birdies. So I will be playing the over on a lot of the birdies. If they hang out some lazy ass four and a halves or fives, you go get them and you take the overs. That's my plan. That's what I'm going to do. And I feel very confident about it. You do you, boo. I'm just here to help. I hope hope you've enjoyed this show. I hope to see you Wednesday for the live stream. Be there. Number one show. I'm just saying. I'm just saying until it's not. All right, guys. It's been real. I'll see you next time. Enjoy this outro.